So we start uh, today Mahanidhan Sutta. Uh, you also have the translation with you, the great discourse on conversations. It is very easy to uh, remember the even the Pali discourse in Pali, but that doesn't mean we understand the discourse. Uh, remembering words uh, itself is not uh, the it, it it itself doesn't give us a deep understanding of. Uh, the discourse. And also, uh, I may not be able to do the justice to the sutta in such a short time, uh, but uh, we just go over general idea of the discourse. And uh, each and every one of you has to read it very carefully mindfully between lines and think uh, of it and read the commentaries, sub-commentaries as uh, being translated by Bhikkhu Bodhi very, very meticulously, very clearly. I have read a couple of translations uh, in English, but uh, this is the clearest translation and more accurate, very close to the Pali words, uh, so his translation I use for our discussion. Uh, it is very uh, simple, the beginning is the same. Uh, one time when the Buddha was in Kuru, uh, state. Uh, you remember Mahasatipatthana Sutta was delivered in Kuru and uh, uh, Kalama Sutta uh, and so on. Very, very significant discourses were delivered in uh, Kalama, in, in uh, Kuru state, a uh, Kuru town. So then, Vendable Ananda, uh, one day uh, getting out of his uh, meditation practice, uh, normally when uh, great beings uh, either 
who have attained the first level of enlightenment or so forth. When they meditate, their mind uh, very quickly uh, goes to the, the dependent origination. Uh, only then they will uh, see the connection uh, our life with the reality, with the truth, uh, so that their understanding is very clear. So Venerable Ananda, according to uh, commentaries, got out of his uh, meditation, went to his, uh, during meditation, he saw the dependent origination and to some extent according to his own understanding. And then he went uh, went to the Buddha and made this uh, declaration. He said, um, it's very beautiful the way he presented it. Achyaryam bhante abhutam bhante yayam gambhiro chayam bhante paticca samuppado gambhira bhaso cha Atachapaname uttanu kuttanu kovya kayati. Very, very good statement. He said, uh, uh, Venerable Sir, it is wonderful and marvelous, Venerable Sir, how this dependent origin, dependent rising is so deep and appears so deep, yet to myself it seems as clear as clear can be. So, for his understanding it was clear, although it is very deep and profound. It appears to be deep, certain things appear to be deep. For instance, uh, the commentary gives certain examples, like uh, when you see a pond or lake, it is its water is not very, very clear. So, uh, superficially looking at it, you will see the lake is very, very deep because the water is not very clear. But in reality, it is not. Another lake you can see, water is very clear. You can see the bottom. And you see the lake is shallow. But it is not shallow. Very deep. So, it is the second position Vindabal Ananda had for him, when it look at when he look at it uh, holistically, completely, the whole thing, because he is very intelligent monk. Uh, his uh, quality was uh, understanding things quickly. Uh, dhitima, satima, and so forth. There he had many good qualities. Memory was extremely wonderful. So. Uh, to him, it seems to be very clear. That's why he came. But it is not very clear for 
other people. Even for Vindhubharsa, Ananda, it is not 100% clear because Ananda has not attained full enlightenment. One has to attain full enlightenment to understand it properly and see the depth and width, the profundity of dependent origination. Only then, like when the Balsariputta could uh, declare to anybody that the dependent origination is clear. Nobody says it is simple. Even Venerable Ananda did not say it is simple, but he said it is clear to his wisdom. So Venerable, when, when, they, when he heard, the Buddha heard this, then Buddha, in a very friendly way, in a gentle way, uh, not like in uh, places where he reprimanded Aritta, Sunakkata, Sati and so forth and Mahalunkiputta uh, and so forth where he reprimanded them and straight away he was very stern, harsh, not harsh word, you know, uh, disciplinary words. Uh, but here Buddha uh, apparently spoke to him gently, kindly. Ananda, don't say that. Don't say that. Do not say so, Ananda. Do not say so. Ananda, this dependent arising Ananda is deep and it appears deep. Because of not understanding and not penetrating this Dhamma Ananda, this generation has become like a tangled skine, like a knotted ball of thread, thread like a metal rushes and needs, reads, and does not pass beyond samsara with its plane of misery unfortunate destinations and lower realms. Etasananda dhammasa ananubodha appativeda evameva paja tantha kula jata kula ganthika jata manju babbaja bhuta apayan dukkatim vinipatam samsarang nati vattati. So, it is very clear why we all linger in samsara because we don't understand this. We even might have seen the Buddha, even might have listened to his Dhamma. We don't know the samsara is very long and yet we are still in samsara existing. Why? Because we do not understand dependent origination. Understanding dependent origination, uh, I also want to mention in, at the outset, the, the way of understanding is not given very clearly in this discourse or in other general dependent origination. But the method is given 
when such and such is there, such and such thing happens. When such and such is, is not there, such and such thing does not happen. So putting these two sets uh, together itself does not show how to get out of it. It says when you remove this uh, greed, you know, ignorance, you can uh, be liberated. Then there must be a way to get rid of ignorance. What should we do? When the Sariputta in uh, uh, Samadhi Sutta and the Buddha in uh, Mahachattarisika Sutta uh, have given a method. When the Sariputta went combined, dependent origination with the Noble Eightfold Path. Mahachattarajika Sutta, Buddha combined the dependent origination with uh, eight noble eightfold path. So that is the method of getting rid of it, which includes sila, samadhi, panya, uh, morality, concentration and wisdom. Here, general, very deep, profound theory is given and uh, so we have to incorporate this with other teachings of the Buddha in order to find the way out. And the method is given, if you do this, this will happen. but uh, detailed explanation. Even in the uh, Mahasatipattana Sutta we just finished, we have the method. So all these are linked, connected together. <coughs> then Buddha straight away start explaining. Here in other places, Buddha simply in other uh, uh, regular traditional dependent arising or dependent origination, uh, Buddha said, uh, avijja pachaya sankhara and so forth. Pachaya sankhara, depending on such and such thing, such and such thing happen. Here, Buddha used, used a very specific term that is idap. Pachaya. Samapada, another name is Idapachaya. Idapachaya means this specific condition. This specific condition. Buddha's teaching is called Idapachaya, specific condition. So he asked Venerable Ananda, if one is asked, are aging and death due to specific condition, one should say, they are. If one is asked, through what condition is they are arising, 
they are aging and death, one should say, with birth as condition, there is aging and death. Now Buddha later on explained how aging and death takes place due to birth. So he asked in the first place, Atti dappachaya jatiti iti puttena satananda atti tisvachaniya jimpachaya jatiti iti chevadeya bhavapachaya jatiti ichchasvachaniya and so forth for, for every step he repeated the same technique, same questioning. This is very much like uh, training a child uh, using catechismic method. You know catechism in uh, Sunday school, in Christianity, they learn. They would ask the question and gives the answer. So we like, we like little children uh, remember when somebody asks this question this is how we answer it. I remember there was a, a Chinese lady who has been here in this country for almost 30 years. When she went to get a citizenship she had to learn how to answer questions. She did not know any English. All her news is Chinese, TV Chinese, talking Chinese, shopping Chinese, everything Chinese. But what she did was she got somebody and asked him to tell the questions and answers. That's all she knew. She prepared, went for the test, she passed and go to citizenship. <laughs> Her husband is an English teacher, also Chinese. He went for the test and he failed. <laughs> because he was not prepared. <laughs> so Buddha simply, you know, uh, spoon-fed us <laughs> questions and answers to deal with this subject. So he goes through the whole list of uh, uh, birth. Uh, we are familiar with these uh, statements. Uh, if one asks through what condition is there aging and death, Birth is the answer. Even ask uh, through what condition is their birth with existence is the existence is the answer. Uh, what is existence in Pali? Bhava. Bhava. Buddha explained what kind of bhava is. Uh, there are two kinds of bhavas. 
ಕಾಮ ಭಾವ ಅಂಡ್ ವಿಪಾಕ ಭಾವ ಕಾಮ ಮೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಕಮಿಟಿಂಗ್ ಕಾಮ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಮ ಭಾವ ವಿಪಾಕ ಭಾವ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ರೀಪಿಂಗ್ ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಕಮಿಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಒನ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ರೀಪ್ ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಎನಾದ ನಾಟ್ ಟೋಟಲಿ ಎನಾದ ಬಟ್ ನಾಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ವಿ ಲರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ಮಧುವಾ ಮಾನ್ಯತಿ ಬಾಲೋ ಯಾವ ಪಾಪ ಪಾಕ್ಯತಿ ಯದಾಚಿ ಪಾಕ್ಯತಿ ಪಾಪ ಅಥಬಾಲೋ ದುಃಖ ನಿಗಚ್ಚತಿ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಕಮಿಟ್ ಅನ್ಹೋ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸೋ ಪ್ಲೀಸಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ವೀಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಮಧು ಹನಿ ಬಟ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಬೇ ಆರ್ ದ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ ದುಃಖ ನಿಗಚ್ಚತಿ ಯು ಆರ್ ಇನ್ suffering. Now you became one when you come in the karma, you are, you are happy, jolly, jumping up and down because no mindfulness. And you have become joyful person, happy person. Then later on when you have results, you are depressed person, unhappy person. So you became one at one time and became another at another time. Not two com- completely different in the same very life, in this very life. This can happen. So, <coughs> I mean, these are two things. We will discuss these things later. Now, uh, what condition exists? with clinging as condition there is existence clinging to with clinging also buddha explained uh, later on <coughs> and uh, clinging is due to specific condition so the specific condition for clinging is craving no other condition for clinging no other conditions not generosity is a condition not compassion is a condition but clinging even to generosity we come we cling that brings us what you call suffering uh, even if we cling to compassion we end up in suffering why because we are so compassionate we want the world to be in such a such a way but it is not like that so we suffer now uh, craving so condition is the the for clinging is craving then what are the specific condition for craving a clinging and uh, what is the specific condition for clinging feeling 
what is the specific conditions of feeling? Contact. What is the specific condition for contact? Mentality and materiality. Now, here, Buddha talk about contact and he skipped sixfold days. And also he began without using ignorance or volitional formations. Although Buddha has not used ignorance and volitional formations here, in his explanation he compensated these two with greater details, with uh, uh, craving and so on. We can see the secondary list in the uh, discourse. Bhikkhu has made a very beautiful chart. I think this is very handy <coughs> to remember. Uh, now we see a specific condition for contact is mentality and materiality. Okay. Now mentality, specific condition for mentality and materiality is consciousness. And uh, So, what is the specific condition for consciousness? Go back to mentality and materiality. Now, this is the summary of the first section. Uh, It's the Later on, Buddha explained these things in detail. So, and then Buddha repeated the whole series up to now. Dasananda with mentality, mentality as condition, there is consciousness. With consciousness and condition, there is mentality and materiality. With mentality, materiality as condition, there is contact. With contact as condition, there is feeling. With uh, feeling as condition, there is craving. With craving as condition, there is clinging. With clinging as condition, there is existence. With existence as condition, there is birth. And with birth as condition, aging, death, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair come to be. Such is the rising of this entire mass of suffering. Okay? So far, so good. (laughs) We we understand to this extent this much. We remember this uh, last uh, 
sentence that is jati pakya jara maranam shok pardeva dukha do manasu payasa sambhavanti where we find this statement where else in patitya sampada last section is jati pakya jara marana shok paridev dukh do manasu paya sa sambandhi this sentence we find in patitya sampada regular statement regular patishtam pada that we normally recite and um, uh mahan satipatthan sutto also we find uh, tanha uh, uh, but sakopane uh, sat no tanha Uh, I just keep the sentence uh, last sentence Shoka Paradeva Dukha Dumana Supayasa Sambhavanti this sentence is repeated in several places I st- could not recall it right now uh, so it's very um, often repeated sentence bird decades are all lamentation pain grief and despair uh, due to birth and now buddha uh, goes to explaining ಜಾತಿಪಾಚ್ಯಾಚರಾಮಣಿಕೋಪನೇತಂಗೋಪನೇತಂಗೋಪನೇತಂಗೋಪನೇತಂಗೋಪನೇತಂಗೋಪನ
when he when he used the word birth, such as uh, that of uh, goats into state of goats. Now, if you believe that there are goats, goats, and they die, if there are no goats. There is no death for goats, right? What do? There's a death for goats. There's a death for goats. No, if there are no goats, if there are no goats, how can a goat die? Okay. Since there is a goat, who are goats? <laughs> With the singular or plural, they definitely, by definition, they die. No way to escape. Why? Because they are born. That which is born must die. <laughs> so, no ex, no, no ex, excuse. So, <coughs> you are looking for something? Yeah, yeah tissues, but you can keep going. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, next is celestial into state of celestial. Uh, Devanam Devattaya Gandhabhanangva Gandhabhattaya. The word Gandhabha is translated as celestial because it is ambiguous term. Uh, to specify a very uh, specific beings, uh, sometimes they are called uh, uh, celestial musicians. Gandhabha. Sometimes, uh, even in this sutta later on, we will see the word Gandhabha used for uh, consciousness. Sometimes it is called uh, in other commentaries as relinking consciousness. But the consciousness that uh, descend into a mother's womb is also called Gandhabha. Which has been translated in other cultures in, into various uh, uh, meaning, but that is another. So, uh, Gandhab also is uh, used for unspecific celestial beings. So, it is uh, safe to say that uh, celestial beings into celestial state of spirit bhūtānaṅva, gandhābhāna yakkhānaṅva yakkattāya. Yakka is demons. The word yakka also is for uh, sakka. 
you can see in Sangyutta Nikaya, Yakka Sangyutta. In Yakka Sangyutta, who comes to ask the ask Buddha questions? Sakra. In uh, this uh, Buddhist uh, or Hindu uh, legends, uh, he is the king of all gods. And if there is no such be a such uh, one designated to that position, there is no say, death of such a person, <coughs> such a being. Then human beings, that is very obvious. If there is no death of humans, if there are no humans, no humans, no Huh? If there are no humans, there are no human death. Right? Very simple. And then quadrupeds, chatupadana, chatupadatai. If there are no chatupadas, if there are no quadrupeds, there is no death of quadrupeds. We get creatures. If there are no flying uh, creatures, birds, insects, and so on, they all are flying. If there are no such beings, there is no death of such beings. And uh, reptiles into reptile state. If there are no reptiles, there is no death of reptiles. So when we say, ah, dog died. If there are no beings called dogs, how can we say dog died? So we have to understand this in this way. Then if there were no birth of beings of any sort into any state, then in the complete absence of birth, with the cessation of birth, would aging and death be discerned? No way. <coughs> you know, when you talk about Nibbana, people ask, uh, what happened to us after Nibbana? Was it this? Yes, uh, nothing happened. Nothing happened? They are shocked. They don't want nothing to happen. They want something to happen. So, can I marry after Nibbana, attaining Nibbana? I say, you are not there to attain then what happened to the world? What happened to the world? Who cares? <laughs> Is there anyone to care for the world? No. Environment? Pollution? Protection? If everybody, there's a very big problem for people. If everybody attained enlightenment, if everybody attained Nibbana, what will happen to the world? 
Who cares? Who cares? Nobody to worry. Eh? Nobody to worry. Worry also goes along with you. Yeah. Let alone somebody to worry. Yeah. So they don't understand this. So Buddha said, in short, in this discourse, in, at the very beginning, if there is no birth whatsoever, then they might think, oh, the best thing is committing suicide, best thing is abortion, best thing is this and that. These are very foolish the, the opinions. <coughs> so what we have to do, of course we cannot do it for the whole world, but this is the, this is the, what you call formula, this is the method. Whether somebody accepts it or not, it's a different, different thing. But this is the truth. Of course, this also does not mean that we are totally nihilist. Uh, nihilism is another negative thing. Uh, we are annihilating the cause of repetition of birth and death. Cause of it. Not the one who, ones who are already born. And that leaves up to individuals using their own freedom of choice. <coughs> so, Ananda, for Ananda, this is the cause, source, origin, condition for aging and death, namely birth. Tasmatihananda. Tasmatiyananda, very important sentence to remember. Tasmatiyananda. Eseva hetu, esang nidanang, esa samudayo, esa pachayo, jara maranasa yadidang jati. Eseva, yes, this is the only cause. The cause, nidana, source, is a samudayo, origin, is a pachayo, condition. For what? Jara maranasa, for the birth and for the decay and death. Jara, Maranasa, decay and death. Now, <clears throat> when somebody dies, pathologists try to find the cause of death. Right? Perform autopsy to find the cause of death. What is the cause of death? <laughs> what? Buddha gave one flat answer. <laughs> no, nobody can, nobody can worry about. Definite answer. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
देन भापच्या जाति इति कोपनेतां उत्तं तदानंदि विनापेतं पर्यायेन वेतब्बं इट वाज सेड विद एक्सिस्टेंस एस कंडीशन देयर इज बर्थ हाउ दैट इज सो आनंद should be understood in this way if they have absolute same sentence he repeated same sentence he repeated <coughs> so there were absolutely utterly no existence of any kind anywhere that is no sense sphere existence find material existence or immaterial existence so existence are three kinds <coughs> kama bhava rupa bhavo arupa bhavo now the commentators uh, make it uh, into kama bhava vipaka bhava Uh, in a way that is true because uh, kama bhava rupa bhava arupa bhava these uh, states of uh, existence are due to kama when we commit kama to be born in kama bhava we will be born in karma bhava if we commit a karma to be born in rupa bhava we will be born rupa in rupa bhava similarly if we commit our karma to be born in arupa bhava we will be arupa that is uh, existence in sense pleasure in sense free existence and find material existence and immaterial existence depending on what kind of karma so ananda explain is very simple and buddha repeated the same thing about existence if there were absolutely and utterly no clinging and any any kind anywhere that is no clinging to sense pleasures clinging to views clinging to percept precepts and observances and clinging to a doctrine there are four kinds of existence very <coughs> good clinging uh upadana pachya pachyo pachya bhavo upadana means clinging there are four kinds of clinging they are uh kama upadana clinging for uh, sensual pleasures or sense pleasures existent clinging to the existence as a being with senses to enjoy sensual pleasure and clinging to views uh, 
here clinging to views uh, means wrong views. Uh, then clinging to precepts and observances. Then what is the Sīla Bhattu Paramāsa? Sīla is precepts, vata, normally when V is doubled, it makes, turns into B. So that is why we say Sīla Bhattu Paramāsa. In fact, it is Sīla Vata, V-A-T-A. Paramāsa means Sīla Bhattu Upadāna. Upadāna means clinging. And Sīla Bhattu Upadāna as a as uh, feta is called silabhata paramasa. Paramasa. Paramasa upadana are the same. Paramasa means clinging, upadana also clinging. So they use these two terms in here. Silabhata silabhata upadana. Instead of silabhata paramasa. Okay? <coughs> Sīla means precept. Actually here Sīla means not the, uh, the what do you call wholesome precept that we observe to restrain from certain things, killing and so forth. But here Sīla means uh, unwholesome habits. Unwholesome habits. Uh, this word is used in uh, <coughs> in that sense in uh, Samana Mandika Sutta. In Majjhiminikaya, there's a discourse called Samana Mandika. In that discourse, the word Sila is used for habits, especially wrong habits, unwholesome habits. Vata means observances. And what are the observances? Can one give you any example of observance? Sacrifice. Sacrifice animals and stuff like that. Uh, that is animal sacrifice. Sometimes we observe uh, full moon day. We call we observe full moon day. New moon day. They don't do anything. They just say they observe it. Or they observe uh, fasting for a long period of time. As Siddhanta Gautama did when he was practicing six years in the forest as self-mortification and his intensive meditation he practiced. And meditation was so intensive and he was so interested in meditation, he did not care for food, uh, drinks and so forth. So that not eating, not drinking, not sleeping uh, are the factors that has been emphasized. But 
we should emphasize what made him fast, because he was so, so much interested in the practice of meditation. Anyway, uh, this belief that practicing mortification is an observance, it's observance. Uh, just uh, observing the certain principles and become attached to them and attack others who don't observe them. That is called seal, vata, paramasa, clinging to their own rules and rituals, observances sacrificing and <coughs> uh, remember there is a discourse in Majjhaminikaya called Kukravatika Sutta Kukravatika Sutta one was observing behaving like a dog and the other was behaving like a cow the one who observed like a dog go on his force eat with you know mouth without touching and sleep like the dog, uh, urinate as a dog, defecate like a dog, and so forth. He thought all these clothes and seats and all these are impediments, getting in my way. So I observe this simple life like a dog. Very dogs are very simple. They they don't don't care for anything. anything. <laughs> And the other was observing cow principle. So both of them went to see the... You remember the story, the discourse? Went to see the Buddha and uh, the one who was observing cow's observance <laughs> asked the Buddha, then the Buddha said, my friend is observing dog's principle. What would happen to him after his death? Buddha said, don't ask me that question. <laughs> Second time he asked, third time he asked. Then he said, you really want to know the answer? <laughs> if he behaves like a dog, he will be born as a dog. Then he began to cry. Why did he cry? Not because he was going to be born as a dog. He cried thinking that, my goodness, how much time I have wasted. This valuable life, most of it I have wasted. For that, he, out of regret, he cried. Anyway, both of them eventually became Buddha's followers. One even attained. I think one even became a, a, I don't know whether he became a monk. Uh, anyway, they became Buddha's followers eventually. So, these are called observances. You can select any number of, any country, uh, this kind of observances. Uh, clinging to precepts and observances and clinging to a doctrine of self. Now, clinging to doctrine of self uh, is uh, eternalistic view. Eternalists believe that this self 
goes on and on and on and on and on until it eventually returned to the one who gave this soul to me. So they divide the soul into two groups, uh, Vayaktikātma and uh, Vishwātma, Jagadātma or Vishwātma. That is, in Vayaktikātma means individual soul. Jagadātma means universal soul. Universal soul, God has, so He gives a little bit of it at the birth of your birth. He injects a little bit of soul in so that you will survive. And you keep committing good karmas over and over again, life after life, until you purify your soul, because once you, once the God uh, uh, plant it in you, it immediately become, be, begin to be impure, unclean. So you, it is your duty now to clean it. So he gave you a big responsibility. <laughs> so you keep working, working very hard until you purify it and then then he accepts it, come back again. <laughs> that may be the same belief in some of the traditions as well. So <clears throat> that is the that is the clinging to self. And because of this clinging to self, not only that, there are so many problems. You know this attukkaṁsana paravambana, self-praise and despising others, thinking that I'm, I'm great, I'm right, everybody is wrong, and getting insulted when somebody says, somebody criticizes, one gets very upset. All these come from the clinging to self. So <clears throat> that is why we learn ne tang mama ne swamispi ne me so atta ne me so atta to get rid of this. Anyway, so long as we have that, there is a uh, existence. So we can stop here for now and uh, come back on the world in about uh, 20 30 minutes. <coughs>